and welcome to a toast to rom-coms. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we are delighted to have you here with us today. If you hit that play button, thanks. We really appreciate it. And we hope that you appreciate us talking about nothing. Well, we're talking about something. That's a lie. We are talking about something. What are we talking about today, Allison? We're talking about bros. Bros? What's that? It's a movie. Yay! <laughs> Specifically, it's a rom-com. Oh, I didn't know where you were leading me. Oh, no, movie was fine. Okay. I was adding on. I was piggybacking, if you will. Oh, okay, great, great, great. Um, yeah, bros. We're very, I was, I've wanted to watch this movie for a while now, so I was very excited to watch it. Free on Prime. Yeah, you gotta get on it, guys. Free on Prime. Any free movie? Well, I guess if you don't have Prime, it's not free, but who doesn't have Prime nowadays? Losers. (laughs) I don't know. If you don't have Prime, don't forget to click those (laughs) stuff. I think I have everything now except for... Well, I've learned I don't have Showtime. And even downstairs in the basement? I haven't checked yet. Damn it. It's so hard to get in the basement. Um one flight of stairs. I I don't have Hulu anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Um, we have Hulu with commercials. Yeah. We ain't fancy. Maybe I'll get your login for Hulu. If that's allowed. If you can. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? It's just Crazy it's times a crazy out world there. out there. Yep. Don't I know it. I always hear it like those people talking shit about Netflix and how Netflix is terrible. I don't have a problem with Netflix. I don't know. We'll see if I do start to have a problem with Netflix because someone is in Ohio is using it. So I wonder if I'm going to get like a message like you are now being charged for another household, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And then that'll be a conversation like... Hey, you need to buy this <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they are expensive though. I don't know. I think James pays for it, so I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. Is it twelve ninety nine a month now? Um, or twenty one. Are you fucking kidding me? No, Netflix is twenty one dollars if you want the like uhd4 high definition oh my god what the hell yeah seven it's like 7.99 for the one with commercials there's a netflix that has commercials you can get a netflix that has commercials but it's also like the pixelated like it's just regular definition there's nothing fancy because i was like i don't care i'll just get the commercial one but then we couldn't have the quality of the screen with it those fuckers yeah I think that's why Netflix sucks, but they also talk about how bad the content is. And I don't have a problem with the Netflix content. No. I mean, sometimes the movies aren't – like, I mean, they switch it around, but, like, sometimes there's periods where, like, I don't like any of the movies they have. Mm-hmm. But – That's mean, luck of the draw, though. They change them every month. Yeah. Yeah. And they always make new – like, I always see ads for scary movies, like brand new scary movies. Oh, yeah. And I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you think of, tell me what you thought of bros, your initial reaction, and then I'll introduce the character or the people. Um, I'm trying to think for a second. When did you watch it? I watched it 
Tuesday, Wednesday night. Because originally we were going to podcast on Thursday. And yeah. Stuff happened. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to think. The last two movies we watched, my initial reaction was I didn't like some of the characters in the beginning. And then eventually I liked them. And I thought that was the same here. But no, I think I was okay with the characters right off the bat. I, yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was pretty funny, and I liked it as well. I really... Um, yes, I, I did like... Yeah. I really enjoy Billy Eichner, and I, I'd i never seen him as, like, a leading like a leading guy, so I was curious to see, like, how that was going to go, but I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I like this movie a lot. Um, I think it lived up to my expectations. Me too. Me too. Um... It is June, and I think this is going to line hop so I can post it in time to be in June. Okay. That makes sense. So, of course, we're doing bros because it's Pride Month. Yay, Pride. Did that sound No, we just really wanted to watch the movie. Well, it's perfect timing, though. It's good timing. (laughs) But we did really want to watch this movie. (laughs) We just wanted to watch it. And it's been out for, I don't know, can you give us the facts so we know how long it's been out for? I sure can. Thanks for that transition. Thank you, because you did it. I know. <laughs> it came out in 2022. It's still oh, okay. a, still freshy. Yeah. So, spoiler alert, guys. You're going to hear all about this shit. If you don't want to hear about it before you watch it, press pause, go watch, and then come back. You definitely do that. Um, Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. No, it's okay. Um, So I feel like there's kind of like two main characters and that's it. Would you agree with that statement? Let me think for a second. I mean, I, I kind of agree, but I also think that you could give a shout out to all of the people on the museum oh, board. Okay. And his bald friend. Okay. I will do that. So this movie that that came out in 2022 stars Billy Eichner, Luke McFarlane, Guy Branham is the bald friend, Henry. Miss Miss Lawrence is Wanda. T.S. Madison as Angela. Dot Marie Jones as Cherry. Jim Rash as Robert. Eve Lindley as Tamara. It was directed by Nicholas Stoller, and it was written by aforementioned Nicholas Stoller and Billy Eichner. Have we ever watched anything by Nicholas Stoller before? I feel like we have, Mm. but I couldn't swear to it. His name just sounds really familiar to me. I have not. Apparently, he's done a lot of... Oh, actually. Yeah. Uh, He's done a lot of Muppets work. I've not seen a lot of Muppets movies, but this makes a lot of sense. Um, James and I just started watching Platonic on Apple. Okay. And he wrote that. Is it good? Well, yeah, we watched three episodes so far and it is really funny. It's um, Seth Rogen's in it. Rose. I think I'm Rose Byrne. Yeah. And then funny enough, um, uh, Aaron from this movie, Luke McFarlane is in it. Okay. And so is the bald guy. Oh. So. Hey, he's sticking with what works for him. Yeah. 
Oh, um, I needed neighbors. Okay. Man, I lost my train of thought now. Damn it, Allison. Sorry. You asked. It's okay. I did ask. Um, okay. How how long are the episodes? Are they an hour? Are they half? Half. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll check that out then. All right. So to go with this movie, we today are going to be drinking a white chocolate martini because one of the main characters talks about being a chocolatier. And then, like I said, spoiler alert, he quits his day job to become a chocolatier. And in a white chocolate martini, we have white chocolate liqueur, white creme de cacao, which, spoiler alert, is not white. It's brown. And we were real confused when we were looking at our ingredients. Uh, Mine was clear. It was? Mm Mm-hmm. It definitely said creme de cacao. Was it Joaquin's? Yeah. Jacqueline's? I'm sorry. I thought it was Joaquin's, too. That's so funny. Okay. I don't know. Is it Jacqueline's? Jacqueen's? I don't know. I always call it Joaquin's. Uh, yeah, it was. And it was clear. Oh, mine was brown. And it just said creme de cacao? It said creme de cacao, and then underneath it said vanilla. That's exactly how mine was. <laughs> so weird. I have to send you a picture of it because, yeah. It's, and I'll send you a picture of mine. What the fuck? Because remember I said that yeah. to you. I was like, it's brown, but it's the white. Okay. This could go real bad for me. But yeah. we'll check it out. Um, I feel anyway. I'm safe with clear. I don't know if sometimes brown can be a gamble. Um, Regular vodka, heavy cream, and a fourth teaspoon of vanilla. And a, a chocolate garnish of your choosing. Did you put a chocolate garnish on it? I got my cheese grater out and I grated oh. a Kit Kat bar on top of it. <laughs> because do I have any other chocolate? No, but I use what I'm working with. So I got like a nice little. Let me see. Ooh, that looks great. And you have a little snack on your drink. I do. Thank you. All right, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Good luck. The benefits of not taking the picture. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Tastes fine. Yeah, it's nice. Mm -hmm. And it's it's alcohol heavy, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. I think you got the fourth teaspoon of vanilla and then an ounce of the heavy cream. And then there's... About four to five ounces of actual alcohol in there. Mm-hmm. So, and you can you can taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. I still think it's smooth. Like it doesn't bother me. It doesn't burn. The taste is fine. But I, I mean, agree. our taste buds could just be dead. No, I don't think they are. I will say. Do you remember the one that we did for? Oh, what the hell was it? It was the cow one from the Ashley Judd and Hugh Jackman movie. Yes. I think that's been like my favorite chocolate martini so far. Either, okay. Either that one or the Harrison Ford. I really like the Harrison Ford. So I don't think this one's quite as good as those two. Okay. But it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Definitely a dessert drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to... I wanted to make a garnish for mine because as we were with 
our relative yesterday and the bag was a bunch of chocolate and I was going to grate some of her chocolate. And then the dog decided he wanted to eat for the first <gasps> time today. Oh, I so thought you I said was, he was going to eat. The, I thought you were going to say he ate chocolate. No, no. He decided to eat for the first time today. So I was stuck hand feeding him for 20 minutes beforehand. So I actually just started making drink at 5.56. Well, that's yeah. okay. Big, big guy gets what he wants. It's, it's been a day. It's been a day. Your face looks like it's been a day. Not that your yeah. face looks bad. It's just you had you had a look of annoyance about you when you got yeah. on the camera. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, do you want to give us a summary? Sure. Um, this movie is about a man who's a very involved with LGBTQ uh, activity. I'm going to start again. Okay. This movie is about a man who has never had a relationship before. And he just thinks that he doesn't want to have one until he meets a guy who is also the same, struggles with vulnerability. Then they start talking and they develop a liking for each other and they start falling for each other and having a non-relationship relationship while also trying to open up an LGBTQ plus museum. So usually like when we talk about these movies and we get to the part about obstacles, we're just like, oh yeah, it's blah, blah, blah. I feel like these guys both have like an hour's worth of obstacles to talk about as to how they can be together. Like, yeah. There's some heavy, heavy stuff going on with these guys. At first, I'm not going to lie. I thought that Aaron, the love yeah. interest, I thought that he was going to be closeted. So did I. Because he doesn't know anything gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he loves Garth Brooks. <laughs> Oh, that whole thing was unreal. So, do you want to start getting into getting into unbelievability? Yeah, let's do it. Um, just a reminder for you folks out there, we break down a rom-com based on what we think makes a good rom-com. Unbelievability, obstacles to people getting together, the chemistry between the couple, and there's always an iconic scene, and... Um, else do we talk about oh just final thoughts and uh moment they fell in love yeah okay good times great just just as a review for anybody new out there i don't know so unbelievable unbelievability was hard there wasn't a lot no not at all it very much like and, and granted i don't know a lot about like the relationships between like, I, I know straight relationships. Yeah. That's what I've experienced. So maybe if someone has a different perspective than us, like, they could spot unbelievabilities in the relationship. But to me, I only have a couple a couple things. Me too. And they're not, like, huge. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same, same. What are you going to start off with? Um, 
I'm going to start off with, and this is like close to the end. Like this is how hard. Oh, wow. Like, honestly, I had like nothing. Um, do you remember how Bobby hooked up with that guy, Joel, from the gym using his hetero voice? <laughs> Which yes. was very funny, by the way. And it was so jarring to hear Billy Eichner speak like that. Um, I thought it was so unbelievable that after they had sex, that both of their hats were still on backwards perfectly. <laughs> I was I honestly didn't impressed. I didn't on that at all. I was very impressed. <laughs> See, mine was closer to the beginning. Like I said, it's nothing huge. Kristen Chenoweth like made a cameo in there and she was wearing a hat that referenced or celebrated. Like, I don't even know how you say it would like what word would you would use the Stonewall riots. And I thought it was such a bizarre thing to be wearing a hat about. It was like mechanical and involved. It was. So that to me was unbelievable. I didn't think that anyone would commemorate that with an animatronic an anim am i saying that right yeah. animatronic i mean it's not very often that you see animatronic hats period yes <laughs> maybe this is an uncharted territory for new fashion designers to get into animatronic yeah hats. yeah like i'm trying to think of like even uh, the Met Gala and stuff. And I really don't know the last time I saw an animatronic, except for Billy Porter's hat, the opening and closing. That's what I was going to bring up, but I don't think that's animatronic. That's just Didn't electric. he just pull like, oh, he didn't even, like, he didn't have like a string on the side that he pulled. Oh, I don't know. That I don't know. I, maybe that's wrong. It sounds wrong to me that he had a string that he would pull on the side of the hat. I feel like it would be smoother than that. I don't know. But it sounds that so funny. amazing. Just to be like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Conversation <laughs> over. <laughs> yep. They did not have the animatronic Billy Porter hat at Phipps for their exhibit. I was very, I was a little sad not to see it. You wanted to pull the string and make it go, didn't you? I did. I did. Would you have paid money to do that if that had been an option? I think my max if it price was like five dollars yes. for a pool. Yes, I would. I was just gonna say my limit would have been five dollars. Okay, uh, another missed opportunity by them. Yep, I would have done it. Uh, did uh, your daughter say anything about the five dollars she earned yesterday? Uh, she did bring it up. I think she told our niece when she called, and she told Bernard. What did Bernard say about it? He he was like, you didn't take the $20. <laughs> and she was like, I wasn't comfortable. And he was like, I get it. We don't want you to be comfortable, uncomfortable. But like, people were there. <laughs> it would have been completely safe. I paid Marie's daughter $5 to get her to go down a slide because she's a little bit of a nervous Nelly. And it was a small slide. And once she got on that slide, she did it like six more times. She loved it. And then I said, if you go on that big slide, I'll give you $20. And it was a no-go. I mean, she's strong. Kudos to her for not being able to, to be bought. She will not be easily corrupted. Mm -mm. 
But still, it was $20 to go down a slide. I know. It was really. I got to give her some economic lessons so she can understand the magnitude. Like, for $5, you could buy a candy bar. For $25, you can buy that Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, can I buy the Barbie house? The $200 Barbie (laughs) house. And I was like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, she kind of called my bluff though. Well, she did not call my bluff. I I was kind of relieved. I didn't have a tangible $20 bill. I had a $5 bill. I was going to Venmo you the $20 if she did that slide. She would have helped pay for lunch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. All right. Do you have any other unbelievabilities? Yes. Is it at towards the end? Yes. Let me go, though, then. Yes. Okay, because I have a couple before close to the end. So kind of in the middle of the movie, Aaron is having a client meeting with a guy to discuss his will. He's an estate lawyer. And this guy, like, reveals he has cancer and he needs to set his will, but he has no one to leave the money to. So Aaron's trying to talk him to that. And in the middle of this meeting... His assistant, co-worker, whoever, knocks on the door and is like, so-and-so just passed away. No, that would not have happened. You would not interrupt a client meeting to say that someone else died. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's like privilege information. That's privacy laws and stuff. And no one in the middle of planning their estate is going to want to hear that someone else died. I mean, kudos to you for talking about like privileged information, but I was like, no. No one wants to hear that. It wouldn't happen. And it's rude. Um, my next one is Larry Grape's behavior in P-Town. I don't, I just, I get people are eccentric. Is I it? get he has a lot of money and can act even more eccentric. I just thought it was over the top unbelievable. Is it weird that I didn't think it was unbelievable at all? I no, you- no. I mean, like I said, there's eccentric people out there and you deal with the public more than me right now. So I don't like. I don't know. I could see that being based off of like a weird like producer in real life. Dressing the dog and then going out to fight with the neighbor over a bush. The neighbor thing was hilarious. And Holly both went, love you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you at the parade. <laughs> Um, the, his proposed ride, I just thought it was, it was crazy. The house of gay trauma. Oh, it was so funny that that actually made it into the museum. I laughed so hard. So did I. Oh my God. It was so good. And the end when he pops up and he's like, and then the Obama administration happened. (laughs) And then, I loved it. Hey, they got that $5 million. That ride got them $5 million. And, you know, if that was in a museum, fuck yeah, I'm going on it. It looked like the coolest museum ever. It did. Uh, if there was a serial killer museum that had, like, a trauma roller coaster in it, I'm going on that. There is one or if there is one? If there is one. I went to the serial killer museum in New Orleans. There was no museum. It was quite small. But it was very mm. educational. So you learned stuff you didn't know? Oh, yeah. There was a lot of weird artifacts, too. Mm. I saw Ted Kaczynski bit it today. 
Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Well, enjoy hell, buddy. Maybe I'll see you there. I have to say, like, if you were to go to hell, you'd just be in a different area than him, though. What if my hell was, like, a constant hangover? Oh. That's, like, not, like, super bad, but it's, like, bad enough for, like, someone like me. I was going to say something like, he's in, like, 113 degree heat and can, like, see a glass of water, but, like, can't reach it. Whereas you would be in, like, 96 degree heat and get misted every so often, but just enough to get, like, your forehead or something. So you couldn't get, like... So you're not as uncomfortable as him. The funny Maybe p- you're just slightly uncomfortable. The funny part about this is I'm wearing my shirt that says, see you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Here, wait. I want to... Wait, I want to take a picture of that and send it to our relatives that I'm now texting on a regular basis, I guess. No, you have to pull it up higher. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> Who, what relatives are you texting regularly? Um, Our aunt that I saw yesterday, and I'm sure she'll pass everything on to our uncle. You're texting her a, p- a picture of me wearing that sweatshirt? Sure did. That's hilarious. You know she'll get a kick out of it. She'll be like, oh my god. <laughs> no. Look at look at this conversation from yesterday, wait. We like we were chatting. Holy cannoli. Yeah. What's gonna at, happen? Look at her go. 80 year old an 80 year old woman learning how to text, adapting. Good That's for you. Right. <laughs> Good for you. Um, okay. I have probably one more before your next one. Okay. Um, and it's when they're at that party. And they start to have the threesome with Aaron's hockey buddy. And then Steve comes in and they don't tell Steve to leave. Like they obviously don't want him there. Just say bye. That's a, that's a really good point because they've made it very clear that they're super outspoken. Yeah. Like Billy Eichner made that very clear. Like I do what I want and like, I'm going to say it or whatever. You're so right about that. That was so cringy. That was like the, like, I don't know. He made it so weird. That that was the cringe. That was probably maybe my only cringe of that movie was that scene with Steve. Yeah, I agree. All right. Now you go. Oh, no. I found the dinner cringy, but we'll talk about that later. The dinner with the family. Okay. Okay. Um, my unbelievable <laughs> is singing your love song you wrote about your boyfriend at your museum opening. <laughs> Some might say it's an abuse of power. That's that's what I was going for. But you know, is it better or worse? Than um, how to lose a guy in ten days at the diamond thing. You're it's better because it's out of a place of love. Yeah, yeah, that's so, so funny. I think both of those people would have been fired. Yeah, 
Everyone likes a good love story. And everybody on like the board of the museum was involved. <laughs> they were playing instruments. Like, what? How? That added to the unbelievability for me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what? You had the one woman on a guitar. Was someone playing like a piano or a keyboard? I think he was. Wasn't he? Yes, he was. Can I just what? say how much I loved Miss Wanda or how much I loved Wanda? She was so funny. And she, I don't know, she made me laugh the whole time. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know any of their names. Uh, I also don't know Billy Eichner's name. I just called him B.E. It's Bobby. On the board, I remembered Wanda just because I loved her so much. And I remembered Tamara because they yelled at her a lot. Was she the social media one? Yeah. The one who always, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember anybody else's name. Larry Great. That's all I got. And Aaron. And Aaron. They said his name a lot. Yeah. Oh, and the bald guy's Henry. Didn't know that. Um, I loved him though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but so, didn't he look like a like a gay Vincent D'Onofrio? Like a gay kingpin from Daredevil? I could see that. I don't know. That's the that's how I that's what I got. I could see that, yeah. I look forward to seeing him in another show then. Is he as just as funny and platonic? He was only in there like a little bit so far. Mm, that's disappointing. I hope he has a bigger part. Yeah. But I don't know. It's really great to see Seth Rogen in something anytime. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get to obstacles. What is preventing Aaron and Billy Eichner from being together? They both have really bad commitment issues. So bad. Like, I I did feel like Aaron didn't want to get close to anybody because I thought he felt there was a stigma to being gay. Like, like we said before, it seemed like he was someone who didn't want people to know. Like, mm-hmm. he kept telling Billy to, like, tone it down, mm-hmm. be more quiet. Like, so I thought he was struggling with it. Yeah, I thought so, too. Like, he didn't want to open himself up at all and didn't want to get involved with, like, the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Billy just didn't want to get hurt. Yeah, that's I agree. He, like, didn't want to be vulnerable, as they said, <laughs> like, over and over. Yeah. Yeah, I guess everyone let him down, basically. And he had a hard time opening up to up to people. I think that's why there was so much conflict on the board. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, and Aaron's issues go back to, like, the chocolatier thing, too. He just wanted to, like, fit into, like, a neat little box, and his life... And what his wanted and needed wouldn't fit into a neat little box. Mm-hmm. Like being a chocolatier, that's hard. Right. I would imagine. Like I know going to school to be a lawyer is hard, but you know 
that there will be jobs for real estate lawyers or estate lawyers. You don't know if you can succeed as a chocolatier. Yeah, you have job security if you're going to be like. Thank you. Yeah. That's a much better way to put it. No, I, I got what you were putting down. Yeah. Um, I think Billy Eichner's character, Bobby, was so stuck in his ways and he thought he was happy in his own little nice, neat, like, okay, I have my grinder app and then I can be alone and I have my friends and, like, that's just what I want in life. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of convinced himself that he was happy with what he did. Mm-hmm. Like, not having any relationships. But you can see right from the beginning, even though he thinks that he's not. Like, he talks about, like, the walk after having a grinder hookup and just kind of, like, wandering around aimlessly. When he's with a group of his friends at dinner, he's kind of, I don't want to say standoffish. But he does seem a little separate Mm -hmm. from everybody else. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like... Aaron's afraid. Well, you kind of said it. He's afraid to be himself. And Mm -hmm. like Bobby's confidence and his outspokenness like intimidates him a lot. Yeah. And I don't, and I think that Billy Eichner's character didn't want to recognize his issue of being vulnerable. Like what he blamed something. Oh, he kept blaming Aaron like, I'm not attractive enough for you. You want this type of guy. You want someone who's built. Like he kept blaming everything else for the problems in the relationship. Yeah. So he wasn't really. He was. um, Not confident in his body. What am I looking for? Self-conscious. That's the one. Okay. About his body. Yeah. To the point of he couldn't recognize Aaron's issues to make the relationship work. Like, I felt like if he would have acknowledged, and he did acknowledge it, but just in the wrong way. He almost, like, self-sabotaged that relationship by doing what he did at that dinner. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. That dinner was, as soon as I saw it in my notes, I was like, oh, no, that was the cringiest part. Do you want to talk about it now? Since uh, we're on it? Sure. Yeah, I just feel like he was really argumentative with um, Aaron's mom, and it just was not comfortable. Yeah, like, I don't think it was. Was it over halfway through the movie? Yes. So they all went to dinner. Aaron's parents and family came into New York, and they all went out to sightsee and dinner and just to hang out and Aaron was very self-conscious about Billy just Billy and his personality yeah can you just be less yourself which is terrible like that is a terrible thing to say to somebody it is and when Billy sarcastically agreed he was like oh thank you like not okay um but I was cringing whenever he talked about his experience about like that Broadway play that his parents took him to whenever he was 12. Yeah. Like, and he just... Billy he, what took it over the top. 
Probably in retaliation for being told. Yes, but I just clearly can hear in my head, seven penises, Anne, seven penises. (laughs) I think he said, he might have even said soft penises. Like there is, we're not saying to argue the point of introducing children to different types of relationships and the LGBTQ community. But arguing it on a first, like the first time you meet your parents' boyfriend, like make your make your feelings known. But then she was like, agree to disagree, and he was like, okay. But he was like, no. Yeah, like that. That was like the the natural stopping point. Like you don't push it after that. No, not you, until you do like, it later. Yeah, exactly. Once you get to know him a little bit better, this keep is bringing the it up. First time they met. First time you met. Yep. So. That whole thing. But I have to say, the comedic timing during that talk and the dinner, I was dying. Like, every time they popped up behind them to sing another show tune, (laughs) it was perfect. It was really funny. (laughs) I don't know if I would have liked being in that restaurant. I feel like any time they would have started singing, I would have, like, jumped and, like, spilled food or drink on myself. Nope. I want it. You want it? Oh, yeah. I want to go. Hmm. All right. Absolutely. Interesting. Um, Are you ready to move from obstacles to chemistry? Because I feel like that's like the bulk of this movie. I agree. Do you want to stop and get another drink? Yes. Chemistry. I thought the chemistry in this movie was amazing. Me too. And I think that Aaron guy, I think he might actually be straight. I That I don't know. I don't, I don't know either, but he plays a straight guy in platonic, which okay. doesn't mean anything. But like, sure. I don't know. I tried to look up into his like film history and like his IMDb and stuff and it didn't say anything. I just... Usually, like, we talk about chemistry, and we can find some things, but this movie had it in spades. It was so good. Yeah, it really was. From the moment they, like, literally locked eyes with each other. I have the same thing, the eye lock at the club. Yeah. It was it was hot. Mm-hmm. They, he, Billy was on the balcony, and he's just looking around, and he sees Aaron looking up at him. They locked and it was over. And next thing you know, Aaron's up on that balcony too. Yeah. But then he like ghosts him a little bit, which is kind of funny. Because he never knew it was happening. (laughs) Which you get to that again, like he does it to him a couple of times. And then um, Bobby goes up to him on the dance floor and he's like, what the fuck? And then he like kisses him and you're like, woo. Yes. It was a good kiss. There was an immediate attraction there. And they did, they had good banter at first. So even though Billy like kind of offended him when he was talking about them, oh, my friends say you're boring. I, you like country or whatever he says. Even though he offended him, you're like, oh, it's just banter. He's not going to like take offense to it. And then he just leaves. Mm hmm. I do like it when he says to Billy, you look angry. Billy, sa- Billy says, people tell me that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the banter throughout the entire movie with them is really good. And I liked their texting, like, side by side when they had a, like, picture of Bobby texting and Aaron texting and, like, their reactions. And um, when he got that first text from Aaron, he, like, lit up. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I will put a side note in there. I hate it when people just put CU. I do, too. It really bothers me. I don't know why. I don't know if that makes me a texting snob or whatever, but I hate just the letters C and U for CU. I do, too. Or, like, using the letter 2 or the number 2. Yeah. Like, two characters versus one. It's not really saving you that much time. I thought the the P-Town montage. Loved it. On point. And you can see their relationship developing. They picked perfect shots for that montage. Just absolutely perfect. Holding hands. But it's not like just straight up holding hands. It's like they're like pushing each other or something. And then they hold hands. It's very flirtatious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back before that a little bit. Okay. Aaron actually laughing out loud whenever they're both cringing about how awkward they are in texting. Like, to actually get somebody to laugh out loud, it's like you got a spark there. That's a great point. And he he gets, like, self-conscious. He, like, looks around Mm -hmm. to see if anyone saw him. Yeah. And then whenever he said his favorite movie was The Hangover, (laughs) (laughs) and he said, I just like seeing you all riled up. Um, but we can go back to P-Town now. The, no, yeah, I was checking it out. Oh, wait, no. P-Town is after their their blanket scene. The park, yeah. That's what I was looking at. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun so hard with P-Town. You did. You were just really excited about it. I really want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the foreplay at the park. But again, at the start of that scene, I was like, oh, Aaron just doesn't want anyone to know that he's with Billy because he doesn't lay on the blanket. He's like, I just like grass. And those like he's dressed like a bro. The sunglasses are truly terrible. Yeah, I know. Thank God James lost his. (laughs) And he truly did lose them. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I I hated that. But then, again, they got each other all riled up. In a big way. Yeah. And then they started making out. That was so funny when the guys went up like, hey, hey, break it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, But then the weird wrestling sex seemed like painful at times. Like they were like pinning each other down and like he pressed his head against the bed with his foot was like <laughs> knocking his head against. So some of those I missed because over the two nights I was watching it, it was right after my kid went to bed and I was like, our back is now to the staircase. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to hear. I don't want her to see a sex scene. So I was like. Trying to, like, crane my neck to make sure she wasn't coming down and listening, too. Yeah. So I missed some of, I missed some of the sex scene because I was so self-conscious. <laughs> hey. I still think babies come from the baby store, so. 
Maybe you needed to have seven penises in your face at age 12 so you wouldn't be worried about watching a sex scene with your parents. I don't, I don't think so. Because whenever he was talking about that and how he had exposure, I thought of you still <laughs> being uncomfortable watching sex scenes with another person in the room. <laughs> Maybe I did. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't see that solving the problem. Yeah. But kudos to Billy's parents making him feel feel good. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need now. Yeah, maybe she should have seen the sex scene. No, I meant me personally. Maybe I need to go see the play with the seven people oh. now. <laughs> and I could get over it. <laughs> Talking about my kid. I thought you were like, oh, she needs exposure. No, myself. But I don't know. I feel like it's a very like American thing because I know other cultures are like fine with like the sex and the nudity. It's just like us. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a cultural thing. We'll get there. My kid will get there. She'll, she'll she's be gonna, terrified. She's going to be exactly like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm in P-Town. Okay, what do you want to talk about with P-Town? I loved Bobby listening to She's Like the Wind While Showering. And Aaron was really into it. His voice was great. It was. I was shocked. I had no idea. Me either. Aaron loved it. So how do you feel about the shooting up testosterone? Like, I thought it was going to be this big issue eventually. And they kind of mentioned it a couple times. And then it was gone. Is this a regular thing? I don't know. I have no idea. Do you have, like, cosmetic, like, if it's, like, a, but I don't know, because, like, it's actually, like, a controlled substance. Like, it's, like, a regulated, like, there's limitations on how much you can get it and when you can get it. Like, how, how, how often? Right. You can't just go to, like, CVS and get testosterone. So you would have to present it as a medically necessary, what have you. Yeah. Like, I thought that you would have to go and do, like, blood work and shit to, like, get your testosterone levels done. So, But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's, like, cosmetic doctors that'll, like, dole it out to you. I mean, if, if you can get Ozempic, right? Maybe you can get testosterone? But Ozempic's not a controlled substance. <laughs> so I don't I know. I not know that. <laughs> we just, I don't know. Okay. So it was like kind of like a weird side note to this movie because eventually Billy starts to use testosterone for a little bit. Like it was just, I don't know. Like I said, I thought it was going to end up being a bigger thing than it was. But it was just like a, yeah, like a little, oh, this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And Aaron didn't like that he knew. I guess it took some of the mystery. I don't know. Whatever. But I like that Aaron was able to help Billy out with the museum. I thought that was huge for Billy. And he helped him get that money and helped him learn how to talk to people. Because Billy very much is like, I'm saying this. I am who I am. Whatever. I like that scene a lot. I like them working together. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, in the future, there's like a future for them with that. 
like working together to get things done like that. Yes. I agree. I think they're both reluctant to like, they were both reluctant. I don't know if that changed at the end to listen to other people. Like he didn't want to listen to Aaron at first. And then he kind of like came on board and Aaron didn't want to listen to him about the chocolatier in his life either. So maybe that was just part of their character arc. They made a comment about gay people of their age, just being so who they like stuck in their ways Okay, I missed that. I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with it. After Larry Grape, when they kiss and Billy awkwardly runs away and does like a little jump, it made my heart sing. I loved it so much. And he's like, I just kissed you. Are we kissing now? I don't know. He's like, okay, bye. (laughs) It was was so sweet. It was. And I like their little beach scene a lot. The confidence talk, like you really got that in-depth look of Billy's character then and could see why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. And their their kiss after that talk, it was cute and hot. And the dancing, which was just cute, not hot. Yeah, playing air saxophone. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. the chemistry, I thought the chemistry is just so good. Mm-hmm. And then they show that passage of time. Yeah, you have them going through the holidays. You have them hanging out. You can see the seasons changing. I died when I saw them carrying that giant menorah. (laughs) It was fantastic. (laughs) And then Aaron ruins it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Sucks. And I blame him. Bringing in. I know it was both their problems, but Aaron's the one who brought in his hockey buddy. Yeah, that sucked. It did. It was really shitty because they had that talk like, no, like, I kind of want to be the monogamous type. Like, I don't want this. And so, yeah, Aaron totally fucked up. Do you think he did it on purpose to try to push Billy away? Yes, absolutely. I do. Okay. How did you feel about, like, after they break up and then Aaron tries to talk to him and get back together? How did you feel about that talk? I liked what Aaron did, but I was kind of with Bobby that it wasn't enough. Like, I know that Aaron's opening himself up and being vulnerable, but at the same time, like, cheating is, like, a really big thing to mm-hmm. get over. Would you have gone after Aaron, like, when he walked away after he caught him? Wait, what? When Billy catches Aaron kissing him, Aaron eventually, like, walks away. Would you have gone after him if you were Billy? No. Okay. Would you? Probably. I would have felt the need to, like, I don't know about getting back together with him, but I would have felt the need to, like. Confront? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't have let it go. But. The end was really cute. I really liked how they got back together at the end. I did too. The ending was perfect. How Aaron realized he wanted to be with Billy, like talking with his brother. Billy had, I don't remember any defining moment that Billy realized he wanted Aaron back. I think it was just kind of gradual. No, it was talking to his friend. 
The friend who had the sons. Yeah. Uh, her name was... In the movie, it was Tina. But it was like that couple that had the two kids. Yeah. When they did the bottom dance. <laughs> but he had been like writing that song. So he kind of knew before that he missed him and mm-hmm. wanted him back. Yeah. Um, and I think that's all I have for chemistry. Me too. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just solid getting back together with the song and then the the ring. Can we date for three months and then reassess? <laughs> you knew we couldn't have been asking to propose. That would have been too much. It's way too much of like a happy ending. Like too much. Not yes. fitting in with the the movie. The, the vibe probably would have ruined it. Yeah. 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 I, I love them together. I thought it was such a good pairing and like there was like heat and you could see that. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Yeah. There, you, you know, like that whenever somebody kisses and you get like butterflies watching them, like that kind of a thing. Yeah, they were they were drawn to each other. Like they couldn't mm-hmm. stay away. Even when they were broken up, they still kept in contact. Mm-hmm. I I had that feeling while reading Crescent City with Bryce oh. and Hunt. Really? Mm-hmm. You got butterflies for them? It did, but I haven't with Throne of Glass yet. Throne of Glass is slower. I'm not gonna lie. I like Crescent City better. Reading it right now is a little bit slower. Um, where am I right now? Um, it's right before Sam Hoon or however they say it there, mm, like Sam okay. Hain, but yeah, they spell it a little bit differently. Marie and I are thick into Sarah J. Mass super fandom. Absolutely. Yep. Akatar and beyond. Mm-hmm. It's a multi, it's, it's the same universe, but multiple series. It's Marvel, but with sex better. It means the same thing with sex and better. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know. I know Marvel phase four has gone off the rails, (laughs) but I don't know if I would go so far as to call it better. Are Marvel based on books? No, no, I don't. Bust it around. <laughs> I, was about I wanted to see the reaction. It was a facial expression. <laughs> Meant everything. Yep. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but like, you know, you you got Marvel fanfic that's out there, I'm sure. There's like spicy stuff. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I'm oh sure my there's some crazy shit. Um this just struck me. I whenever I was listening to newcomers that Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkus thing that you uh-huh. didn't, that you didn't like. Yes. Uh, they had one episode devoted to Star Wars fanfic, and it was so funny. Was there wild stuff in there? Oh yeah, it was hilarious, and they were laughing the entire time. And then they made their own fanfic. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I think Nicole's was about like Yoda having sex. Oh my god. <laughs> it was really funny. <clears throat> um moment they fell in love. This is hard. I feel like what? I feel like it was in P-Town on the beach. Not hard for me, bitch. Wow. That's what I think. Um, I just was, I was going to say, I think it's hard because of all the montages that took place. Like you just see their relationship developing. No, I think they fell in love on the beach. I think it was P-Town for sure. I was stuck between the Larry Grape scene, though, like for Billy. But then, like, was he just grateful that Aaron was able to do that for him? Or did he then see Aaron as, like, a more multifaceted person? I mean, they both have layers for sure. Well, actually, yeah, they do. They both have layers for sure. Mm -hmm. Aaron more so than, than Bobby. I disagree. I think it's equal because at first you see Bobby as kind of like this bitter, just angry guy, but then you hear his confidence talk and you kind of understand more the reason behind how he presents himself. And he does show up for his, that family with the son who may or may not be gay. I don't know if they ever said it for sure. Um, and how he shows up as his uncle. Like, I, I don't know. He has a soft side. He definitely has a soft side. So I would say P-Town for sure. I think I might go with Larry Grape when he, like, does the whole kiss thing. And are we kissing now? And then hops away happily. Yeah. And Aaron might be the she's with the wind scene. <laughs> she's like the wind. Sorry. That's okay. That was really so funny. Yeah. It made me want to watch Dirty Dancing. It did. Or Roadhouse. I don't know. It's hard to How say. Are, are you going to watch the new Roadhouse when it comes out? I don't know. I'm not going to pay for it. If you want to watch it all together as a foursome, we'll do that. But I don't know. I'm not super into it. I wonder if... Patrick Swayze is going to make a cameo. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I wonder if Sam Elliott will. I don't know. He still does stuff. Is he in Yellowstone? I think so. He's in something like cowboyish right now. Does James watch Yellowstone? He tried to and he didn't get into it. Mm-hmm. Both of us couldn't really get into it. Okay. I know my husband's brother watches it but i'm not into it i feel like my mother-in-law loves it because kevin costner i actually don't know but uh maybe you gotta delve into that i should maybe maybe get our kevin costner poster (laughs) or like a cardboard cutout listen i know that you guys got james that poe dameron cutout and, like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck to do with that thing, man. It's been up for, like, what, seven, six years, six, seven years, maybe longer. And I'm like, it might be time. Is it, is it time? It might be time 
for Poe. I mean, it'll recycle. To f- no, I'm not going to throw them away because who knows? Maybe I'll have like a home alone situation where I'll need to have cardboard cutouts <laughs> to make it look like there's people. I love that that's where your mind was. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even like making the joke. That's where my mind went. <laughs> Whenever I was like, like, these are the things that I think about late at night. And I was like, uh, probably keep it. I'll put it in the crawl space in the attic. But I do think it's time. Yeah, I. it's probably outlived its usefulness by like five years. Anybody who sleeps in that room, I feel like they get really scared about it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they like that he's watching over them. I don't know about that. Do you have a weird window somewhere you could put his face in? Yeah, the window up here. There you go. That's where I put Michael Myers during Halloween. (laughs) And it has a really good effect. You could do it with Poe Dameron. Mm, Maybe. I don't know. Or just put him in the crawl space. I think I'm going to put him in the crawl space. Still taking off my waterproof mascara from yesterday. Oh, you wore it. You insisted that you weren't going to do it. Well, I I only wear it, wear it on special occasions. <laughs> and yesterday was a very special occasion. It was a special occasion. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what we were talking about before Poe Dameron and the cutout. I mean, it was the moment they fell in love. <laughs> How did but, we get here? Um, we were probably ready to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it started with Akatar. I don't remember. Maybe for Christmas I can find you like a Resam cardboard cutout. I'd be into it. And he can. Is he your favorite bat boy? Mm-hmm. Are you a Cassian or are you a Resand? It's a real tough call because I know I have said before Cassian's least problematic. He is the least problematic. He's just like a lovable like guy. Yeah, but he's also a badass. Yeah. And I love his name. His nickname is Lord of Bloodshed. I find that real hot. That's how I felt about um, what was it? The Umber Mortis? The, what, yeah. What was it? The Lord of Shadows or something? No. It was something of shadows. Shadow of death. Yeah. It was shadow of death. I want to I wanna see that costume come to life because I could be into that in a very bad way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like Resan's snarkiness a lot. Yeah, I do too. I love his, and like, I don't know, his arrogance a little bit too. I don't I don't know. Asriel doesn't really do anything for me just because like we don't know a lot about him. I think it's gonna I think I'm a little bit worried about Rhysand just from how he's portrayed in that one chapter. Me too. And I feel like it's not I, I don't know. I didn't like that. I felt like it wasn't Rhysand. I agree. Like I know he has to play the political bit a but, lot, but oh, wouldn't he just be like, hey man, don't do that. Just wait until he's not in the house or whatever. Right. And then he would also be like, oh, I just did the exact same thing with my lady. Even though, yeah, even though they're not mated, whatever. It's a gray area. It's all a gray area. Those are the best areas. The gray ones. (laughs) I didn't mean for that to sound sexual. It just did. 
We're going to put that on a shirt. The gray area is the best area. (laughs) That's a really good one. I feel like that would be a good, like, bookish shirt. I agree. Yeah. Um, do they stay together? Do we do iconic scene? No. Do we? Okay. We'll do it after do they stay together. I say yes. I think they stay together too. But I did struggle with the decision a little bit. But I think they both know each other so well at this point that they will feel more comfortable talking to each other about what's going on instead of going to find another guy or pushing each other away. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I have, I think if they stick with the, like, three months and reassess, six months and reassess, I think if they stay, like, fresh with their relationship and keep it at the forefront, I think that would go well with them. Yeah. Me too. Now iconic scene. I'm real torn between the beach scene and the blanket scene. I think the blanket scene because I think the whole um, the guys playing football rushing over and being like, hey, what's going on? Break it up. I think that lent something to the scene. Yeah, I think I agree with you. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final thoughts. Um, Buckle up. Okay. One, I got to go back to his bald friend. Okay. And just some of the shit he said was hilarious. Like, um, I had sex with a 55, with a 65 year old. I had sex with the guy who peed on me. (laughs) Are you into that? No, but what else was I doing? I love it when he's talking about the 65 year old and he said, it's like they injected steroids into Dumbledore. (laughs) I laughed so hard. Yeah. And then and this- he also brings it, he brings it later. He kind of walks in on that whole orgy scene with Steve. He said something funny there too, but I can't remember it. I think he said, hey, Steve. <laughs> and then made a face at Billy like this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love his idea for the Zellweger app too. Just to talk about actresses. Oh my gosh. I just realized it's Zellweger because of Renee Zellweger. Thank you for pointing, like, not even pointing that out, but. Bringing it up so you could realize. <laughs> filled in that gap for me. Um, You go. Bring one up. I just did. Okay. Is that what you're at? Uh, I love how they made fun of Hallmark. Me too. It was really funny. What was it? Hallheart? Yeah. And all their stupid ass movies. A Jolly love- Polly Christmas or whatever. Yeah, Holly, Holly, Polly, Christmas. That's what it was. And how, like they said, how terrible they were, but they still watched them. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, the queer eye audition was very funny. <laughs> I loved that. Uh, I also liked uh, like the the movie proposal. He was like. What do you think? I'm just going to get bucked by, butt fucked by Jace Momoa while worried about a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> That's a version of um, Joe, volcano. Joe versus oh. volcano. 
Yeah. Getting yep. butt fucked while worrying about the volcano. <laughs> maybe that's that. Maybe that's Joe versus volcano fanfic. There you go. Copyright. We're on it. <laughs> um, the da, 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 da. how did you feel about the la the song to Aaron? That was good. I liked it. Okay. It's clever. Did you like it? No, I hate country. I mean, I don't either, but it was like ironic country. Okay. Okay. How'd you feel about the ass prep? The ass pick prep? I loved it. So he brought out the ring light. (laughs) (laughs) He gave himself a shave gut. Like but he wasn't afraid to make fun of himself after it. Like he brought it up to Aaron. Like over texting, I think. And I just thought it was I thought it was funny. I thought it was his character. He's not shying away from himself or who he was. So thought it was great. I also loved how he was watching You've Got Mail at the same time. And he was like, Meg Ryan wouldn't send a picture of her vagina. <laughs> uh, the In the beginning, when he meets his first like grinder appointment and they're texting each other, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? And then they get to the apartment and they go, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? And it's just the exact same thing. That's all they say. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of a gender reveal orgy. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? At least it's not harmful to the environment. <laughs> That's right. That's true caring right there. I don't know. Do you have like colored lube? I don't know how you make that an orgy. I was trying to figure that out as well. And I wasn't sure. I'm sure someone there will fit. Someone out there will figure it out. I have two more. I have two more as well. You go first. I really want to start introducing it's been a blast catering to your whims um, for people to start saying in customer service. (laughs) I think Bobby said that to Aaron about something and I can't remember the context, but I heard it and I was like, we need to start doing that. There has to be like a snarky place of work that they could put that on a shirt for Mm -hmm. or something. Um. I liked the brother when they were talking about CrossFit and he said, what's up with all the CrossFit? What are you training for a war? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because legit, what is up with all the CrossFit? I see them at like five in the morning, sometimes just running around in a circle and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who does this? Crazy people. <laughs> like, why are you flipping tires over and over and over? Like, what's the point? You'll be fine. We didn't talk about Deborah Messing at all. We didn't talk about Deborah Messing. That was very funny. It was. Did you watch Will and Grace? Um, like an episode here or there, but not constant. Same. Yeah. Um, I just liked her character in this and how she was bitchy in the beginning. I mean, I want to say like rightfully so. Because he wasn't doing his job properly. And then she came back and he 
pushed it to the side. That was so was funny. Not now, Deborah Messing. <laughs> yeah. I liked uh, the Ben Stiller cameo for like the night at the museum and the and he goes, hey, queers. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. A night at the gay museum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so I funny. I did think it was like we talked about the the roller coaster of gay trauma or the house of gay trauma. But then remember Aaron was talking about the animatronics and they did do animatronics in there. Well, they like, wanted I to thought... have the the bisexual anim- the, um that dude from community wanted to have the the hall of bisexuals. Yeah. <laughs> and they like it all worked out and like we said, it looked like a great museum. It did. I want to go learn there. And they did like the Kinsey scale <laughs> and the mom turned out to be bi or something. That was so funny. I forgot about that because she brought her kids there on a field trip. And that was like such a good like full circle moment. It was. It was. <laughs> the Kinsey scale. You score a four on the Kinsey scale. <laughs> I wonder what I score on the Kinsey scale. We can look it up. Oh. And take it later. It sounds good. I like how you said later because I was getting my phone right now. <laughs> uh, we can we can get back. We okay. can get back to everybody on that. Okay, sounds good. I don't know much about the scale, so I don't either. I just know that one is super straight and six is super gay. Okay, it's only one through six. Interesting. I'm pretty darn sure. Um, martini glasses. I'm going to go with a 4.25. Where are your points coming off? I am taking my points off for... I don't know. It's just not my favorite, I guess. It's really good, but it's not a 5. It's, I'm, going, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not. I, I just didn't know if you had a specific reason or not. No, it's just my gut feeling. Okay. I am going a 4.5, but I do have a specific reason. I'll probably agree with it. It's no, you won't. <laughs> okay. I already know because I already touched upon it. Um, I'm taking 0.5 off because of the country music. Oh, my God. That's right. That's insane. If it had been a 90s R&B song, all for it. <laughs> but nope, country, gr- styled after Garth Brooks. Nope. I don't really. That's funny. What are we going to do next? I don't know. We have to get back to our six degrees of. Do you still want to do that? I don't know. Do you want to take, do you want to marinate? Be done with that? I don't know. I just feel like we should think about it. I know I wanted to do another movie that came out recently, but I can't remember what it was. Um, I we'll just we'll just think on it. Okay, sounds good. If that's cool. Uh, for those of you who haven't, just do yourself a favor and read a uh, Court of Thorn and Roses series. It's amazing. Also, read Crescent City. I thought that was great, but you could- also read. A Throne of Glass because it is her best series. I have yet to see, but you know, book one is the slowest book. 
A Court of Thorns and Roses book one was the slowest book. That's what I was kind of thinking with this. And I was like, all right, I'm sure it'll pick up. And I keep seeing like fan stuff and like I don't even know the names yet. You know, like Aelin or Rowan or whatever. Like I haven't even Mm -hmm. met those people. So we'll see. I don't know where it's going to go. It's a mystery. But I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just want to buy the second Crescent City. The third one's going to be January 2024. I know. So I'm not like even worried about getting to the second one right now. I just want to know because I want to know if they. I'm so mad because I know the last line of the second book. Why? Like ruins because social media. I was flipping through and someone like zoomed in on it real fast. And I was like, oh, well, there goes that surprise. That sucks. I know. That happened to um, Michelle, too, with something. And now I'm like, I just try not to look at anything about it on social media. But your phone's listening to you right now, so it's going to happen. If I'm reading enough, I won't go on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) That happens to me a lot. If I don't look up, if you see I haven't seen anything, it's just because I was reading. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Remember the time that you thought I was mad at you, but really I was just reading. (laughs) And it kept happening like over and over for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Just reading. Um, All right. Well, we don't know what we're doing. We'll get back to you. Yeah, maybe we'll vote or something until we since we don't have a plan. That way everyone will know what's coming. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um rate review, follow, click the stars. It's really easy. Just do it. Do it. We might have a couple of things in the pipeline if you're in the Pittsburgh area, but we have to discuss. Our aunt wanted to know what I was wearing during pod. So I took a selfie. That is so weird. What are you wearing? What a weird... Because she asked what my shirt was since I sent Oh, did she laugh at it? She goes, wow, what's yours? When do you do your pod? (laughs) That is so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just think it's so funny that she just asked you to text her a picture of what you were wearing during the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Rate, review, subscribe. Check out our website, toasttoromcoms.com. Email us, uh, toasttoromcoms at gmail.com. And check out our Instagram at toastyromcoms. I just had real good beverages at a few bars and uh, I posted them. Check them out if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you need inspiration. She said our uncle likes it. He wants one just like it. The see you in hell shirt? Yeah. I knew he would like it. Wait, so is he texting too? No. Oh, they're just hanging out? Yeah. So That's she funny. relays all the texts to him. That's hilarious. And then he comments. I told her that that can be arranged, so you might have to get him one. That's fine. I'll do it. That's going to be amazing. I, I Honestly, I think that's a dream for me now is to have <laughs> matching see you in hell sweatshirts with our <laughs> uncle. <laughs> I I think mom would really love that. I think so, too. <laughs> the question is, could you get our aunt to wear one? <laughs> no way, Jose. I agree. I agree. Um, Yeah, follow all our shit. It's fun. It's fun. Yep. Nothing serious. Nope. 
Maybe one so, of these days we'll get into cocktail making videos, but a video seems like a lot of work. Yeah, we got to work on our cinema, cinematography. Cinema, yeah. That's hard after a couple drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I don't know, like, I don't know, do you, like, cut it? Do you, like, edit it? Do you, I don't know how to edit this shit. I can't take videos with my phone because I have all kinds of social media, like, TikTok ideas. Mm. But. We'll, we'll have to put our heads together. <gasps> Excuse me. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, until next time. Please watch up. Drink up. And. Cheers!